Hello, welcome to the Domestiques. How you doing? How's life been? Well, it's been five weeks since we last got the band together. It's a brand new year. We're into 2024 and uh, I hope you've stuck to your new year resolution uh, after just four days. It is the 4th of January. The Nationals are up and running. The Road Nats from Bunanyong for the last time. Um, under the current system, that is. We could be back in the near future. But we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, my New Year's resolution is to stay happy, healthy, live life large, because uh, really we've only got one shot at it. It's great to know that you're listening. And we've got a big year ahead in 24, starting with the Tour Down Under, when all three members of the Domestiques will be live on location in South Australia for the very first time. Well, living life large, as she always does. I thought she was in New Zealand, but she's not. She's on home soil in New South Wales. Matilda Reynolds. Hi, Tills. How you doing? What's going hey, on? Hey, team. Hey, Hollywood. Hey, Mike. Hey, listeners. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. I'm here in the Southern Highlands uh, in New South Wales, uh, which feels good to be back in the home country. And uh, yeah, I'm here for my cousin's wedding, of which I am emceeing um, tomorrow night, Friday night. So I'm actually going to miss the Nationals crit and then I'm boosting out first thing Saturday morning back to Sydney to fly down to Melbourne and get to Ballarat as soon as possible for the road race wow. on Sunday. So mm. it's not ideal preparation, but um, I'll have to go a bit easy on the dance floor, I think. But uh, mm. it is what it is. It's a family wedding, so I couldn't miss this one. I've sacrificed a lot with the family. So still looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, trained hard for nationals. So it should be a great week either way. So this could be a, a career shift for you, Tills, being an MC. There could be some future gigs for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see how we go. I'm happy to <laughs> offer my services uh, in the future. But uh, yeah, I'll get a few clips and put a CV together. Hey, Hollywood, welcome to you. Uh, it's been a big couple of weeks for you. I've watched you on Strava. You have been smashing it. What's What are you training for? No, nothing, mate. Just training for life. It's been good. Uh, a new year. Hello to everyone who listens and puts up with my diatribe and rubbish and mispronunciation. So no, it's been good. I've got a New Year's resolution to clear out clutter and I've given a heap of stuff to my brother and I just you know what people out there I want to get rid of all my cycling kit except for my stitch and dart kits wow. and maybe my top yeah and maybe my top 20 I just I've just got too much stuff and someone told me the more things you have it's the more things you got to think about so I would love just to sell all my kit the whole lot it's there's a lot because I've got like over 250,000 uh, 250 kits so yeah, I've got. I want to declutter, so I've got to work out a way to offload all my kits and sell them and try and get some money back. Hollywood, how do you sell a kit that's been used probably up to fifty times? No, well, there's a couple of things. They're like a lot of these kits are. I've got ex Mapai kits that were ridden by um, the riders themselves. So it's just when you're a collector, you don't care. You put it in the hot wash and you wear it. It's no issues at all. There's no. There's. I'm quite happy to wear second-hand kit. You give mm. it a, a hot wash and you're fine. No problem. Hey, there might be some people out there who don't want you to wash any of your kits. Uh, oh, just oh, Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael. Hey, listen, can I just make a suggestion? A lot of people have been doing this festive 500 between Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Uh, 
you know, it's it's been promoted over the last year as the, uh, I won't pronounce the company because I think they're in competition with one of our sponsors, the Rough, I'll call them the Rough 500, the Festive 500. Can I suggest in the future from 2025, we call it the Black Sheep 500? How does that sound? Definitely. Yeah. What do you think, Will we get sued? Yeah, I don't think they've got plenty of other uh, initiatives we can latch on to. But no, it's a good initiative, but I don't think it should just be jammed into five days when actually those five days are probably my most precious family time. Exactly. Um, So I think, yeah, start it from Jan 1, you know, and and use it as the first sort of lead into, you know, the year. So yeah, um, you know, keep going with your 500. If you didn't get it, don't worry about it. Just start... Yeah, start exactly. today so um but yeah i think uh i saw some of the black sheep kits on the new um aca team and uh yeah it's looking really good so i think uh certainly if you're not signed up to the e-newsletter do sign up because uh they're doing some exciting launches and have some really exciting initiatives it sounds like with the new team that just launched today with the uh individual time trial in Buninyong. Well, yes, yes. Well, coming up in today's edition of The Domestiques, we remember the life and career of Melissa Hoskins, whose life was tragically taken just before the new year. We'll preview the big events at the Oz Cycling Road Nationals this weekend, and we'll uh, just take a quick peek at the individual time trials, the elite women's and men's. Uh, Where will the Nationals be held in 2025? That is the big question. We will know, I believe, an announcement will be made in Buninyong on Sunday as to where they will be held next year. And in the fashion segment, Hollywood, well, he rates the latest kit releases the pro riders will be wearing on the World Tour this year. Yes, definitely. Gee, JK's looks good. Oh, come on. Well, listen, it's great to have our sponsors continue their commitment in supporting the domestiques in 2024. Honan Insurance Brokers are back. And let me tell you, if you enter the market for some insurance, whether it be a boat, a car, a house, or even a bike that may be worth some big dollars, contact the team of superstars at Honan Insurance Group and they will find the best deals for you. And they are into cycling. Tills, you've had a lot to do with Honan and they love being with us. They love being associated with us. Why? Because they're a bunch of cyclists and riders themselves, correct? Yeah, I think uh, Hollywood's been fortunate enough to get on a few rides with them as well. But I will just say that I think that no one likes insurance. No one wants insurance. Everyone has to have insurance. Um, and so the reason why you choose them is they're just good people because I don't trust insurance brokers, but I do trust them. So, hmm. yeah, that's the biggest, biggest reason why I'd go with them just because they're good, genuine people and you're not going to get ripped off. No, definitely. And I, uh, I I did ride with them, which is good. And they also came on board with Bicycle Network and the Three Peaks event, which I've done 12 times in a row. They're going to be sponsoring the ride leaders. So you should see the kit we've designed for the ride leaders for Three Peaks. Like it's the Honan Bicycle Network ride leaders and you should see it. It is fluorescent, hot pink, bright yellow. It is so good. It's so good. It is fantastic. So... Uh, yeah, no, it's a really bright and out there kit right up my alley. So that's good. But yeah, as you said, Honan Insurance Brokers, really good guys. You hate insurance, but when you gotta, you got to have it, then they're good people to deal with. We, and I use them. And we have to mention our very exciting new sponsor, the Financial Wealth Management Group, Ord Minette. Uh, Ords are committed in a big way this year. Richie Staunton, he's the head honcho 
of the Adelaide office and they are going out of their way to ensure that the domestiques make an impact at the Tour Down Under this year. Yes, you heard correctly. All three of us are making a beeline to Adelaide next week where we will be recording an episode every day from January 12 right through to January 21. We'll take in the women's road races, of course, the stages and the men's road race. Uh, So, you know what? I'm really excited to be in the same place at the same time looking at each other at the same location. It's never been done before. Yeah, if I can just uh, give the audience a little bit of a preview right now. Unfortunately, due to me being in the Southern Highlands and obviously uh, their subpar internet, um, we've actually had to turn off all our cameras. So right now we are recording, looking at a black screen, uh, but hopefully we sound okay. So I am very much not only looking forward to not looking at a black screen, but actually being in person with you guys. It will be fantastic to just be on the ground and really amongst the atmosphere and trying to deliver all that that atmosphere is to everyone that's listening so yeah I, I cannot wait for TDU it'll be the first time I'm sort of there where I'm not actually working and um, I am on the start list so yeah it'll be really exciting yeah more about that uh, in the coming days uh, well on a sad note Aussie cycling is still trying to come to grips with the horrific alleged events that led to the passing of Melissa Hoskins just before New Year's mm. Eve oh god the way she lost her life is so difficult to comprehend uh, um, I knew her tills. I believe you knew her very well. I, I thought we'd take the opportunity to remember Mel for her achievements as an athlete and uh, as the superstar person she was as a human being. Yeah, to be honest, Mike, I didn't know her um, personally, uh, and I definitely won't pretend to. There's some, you know, sort of uh, certainly a lot of my colleagues who knew her extremely well. And I think um, I more knew her as a person and obviously Rowan Dennis's partner. I didn't she was before my time in getting involved in cycling and just the enormous amount of achievements that she had on the track and the road. And I think that just speaks so much to her character in that she was obviously extremely selfless. Um, she was, you know, and, 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 um, dedicated to her family and, but yeah, she achieved some wonderful results on, on the track. They were, she achieved the, the, um, in, in 2015, the World Championships in Team Pursuit. And that was a huge uh, win because she, they, um, Australia finally decoupled or, you know, ended the reign that the UK and the British um, team had had. And that was a really big moment for Australian track racing. And I just think she had that and obviously had a number of uh, really notable wins on the road with Green Edge. So, I didn't realise how notable she was in all of her results as a cyclist, but I think what we've just seen over the last few days is how wonderful she is as a person. And I think it's so, so tragic. It makes you really look at life on just how important and precious life is. But I think what can we do now? The only thing we can do is try to continue to forever somehow celebrate her life so her two little boys know just how incredible she was um, on and off the bike, Hollywood. Tell us... Well, can I just interrupt and say, Mm. you're so right. She was selfless in every way. And what I mean by that is I didn't know her very closely, but I did make have contact with her as a journalist, as a reporter. And what I remember about Mel is she had a wonderful smile. And when she connected with Rowan, it was a match made in heaven. She fell in love, deeply in love, to the point where she retired 
from cycling at the age of 26 to pursue a life as a partner. She married three years later uh, after retiring in 2015. And as you say, uh, created two beautiful boys and I really do feel for that family right now and uh, if the horrific events that we're reading about uh, are true then uh, it was just a terrible way to leave this earth Uh, I really do feel for her and uh, I'll remember her as uh, a person with a great smile and a great talent as well I just think I just think if the like the final thing there is obviously you know, there's a big elephant in the room of what happened and just, you know, we just you just can't speculate. But I do, I am incredibly sad for Rowan as well and just the family. Like, it's just a shocking, shocking incident, you know, an accident or whatever, you know, that happened. And so, yeah, it's just, I think, you know, hold your loved ones close and remember how precious life is every day sort of thing. I think it's just that sort of stark reminder. All right, let's talk about the Road Nash Nats, which uh, are currently taking place in Ballarat for the very last time. And before we talk about the results in the individual time trial, anyone got any clues as to where the 2025 Nationals might be held? Uh, have you heard anything? Anybody? Hell Ride Circuit? I don't <laughs> 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 it's about time that Cycling Australia finally able to legalise that race. Yeah, yeah, um. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, everyone says Queensland and someone told yeah. me uh, South Australia. So look, honestly, I don't know. And so I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, Canberra's out. I haven't heard that rumour, though. I was championing for it. But I, I, I do think it's honestly just going to be held in southeast Queensland where ARA, the sponsor of Cycling Australia, is based. I'll be very surprised if it's not there. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's a big call and it's not just uh, – well, you know, Perth apparently is fighting very hard for it. But it's just – it's not just if the city wants it. It's just logistically can it work. And so, yeah, it'll be, it'll, we'll find out this weekend. But I'll be surprised if it's not th- southeast Queensland. Well, no more on Sunday. Okay, the individual time trial. The elite women's event has been decided in third place is Georgie Howe. In second place, the silver medal has gone to Brody Chapman. And surprise, surprise, the national time trial champion of 2024, Grace Brown. Should we be surprised, guys? Not at all. Not surprised, but I think it's still a big achievement. Like, for Grace to get up and, make, you know, she won it by six seconds, I think. Brody did yes. pretty well. It's um, really exciting for Brody to put a hat in the ring. And what's really was great to see was just the amount of women that uh, that, that were um, in the event. There's probably just as many in the, in the elite men, actually. So, um, yeah, I think really good performances. Grace said it's one of her hardest TTs because she's not at her ultimate fitness, but she still wants to wear the green and gold for the year. So, yeah, I think it's a fantastic win. But it does give us a little sniff of form. Uh, Brody Chapman, obviously, uh, and, and a couple of others in that top 10, um, the form that they're in for, for the weekend as well. Well, Tilt, how, how, how deeply do we look into the time trial results uh, as we look forward to the road race on, on the weekend? Uh, they're two different races, obviously. Uh, Grace Brown is a great road racer. We know that. Um, would she be a favourite a favorite to win the road race as a result of her performance in the time trial? 
Absolutely. Well, the biggest, the most amazing stat that Grace has is I think she's come second three times, three mm. times at the national road race. That's insane. Um, that in itself is a win, but she's never actually won it. So, yes, she, I, I think herself, um, it's hard to take too much from because you do see some people have some absolutely shocking time trials and then it all come together for the road race or they go all out on the time trial and even though there's still quite a few days to the road race they don't quite get their recovery right so it is still definitely a taster it'll be difficult to let any of those top five go up the road knowing um just how well they've done done today mm, definitely all right, um, let's have, yeah, go on. Just one shout out on that, Tomo. I'd just say that Ella Simpson of ARA, Skip Capital and Black Sheep, uh, she was the under 23 winner coming in ninth overall. Um, and I think Felicity Wilson Hefferden, who is the little Trek, she's a junior, but she is racing mm -hmm. in the elites this weekend with Trek. Uh, she was the high profile signing from Tasmania. And then the big signing that happened uh, over our break was Sarah Giganti has joined the specialized AG insurance Sedal uh, team. And so she uh, actually came 11th, which is probably a little bit surprising. Uh, would have expected her a bit further up. So I do wonder if she had a mechanical uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I think her, Sarah Giganti, Grace Brown, Brody Trapman, um, you know, they'll be Georgie. some of the top favorites for Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we go to air, as we record this episode, the men's elite men's individual time trial is taking place. Uh, we're waiting for the results to come in, but as we do, let's look ahead to the road races, both women's and men's on Sunday. I tell you what, the women's road race is stacked. It's top heavy, Tills. It looks magnificent. Some great names there. Oh, some really big names, I think. Um, you know, I think it's one of the most stacked we've ever had. And everyone's in form. The, the difference with this year that happened was that the World Championships was so much earlier. So everyone has had quite an early and big break. And they've been able to start their rebuild for, you know, obviously January, but also coming into the Spring Classics. And they do say, you know, it's, it's, it's not an issue to be flying in January and set yourself up for uh, the spring season. So... Yeah, it's a fantastic list, particularly with the number of professionals that have come home. But I think we will be seeing those real repetitive names that we talk about, Spratty, um, uh, Ruby Rose McGannon. You know, there's a lot there. The Jayco team certainly have one of the strongest teams, as does Little Trek. They now have four riders, four riders, and Grace Brown will again be by herself. So, yeah, it'll be, look, it's going to be so exciting again how it plays out. I do think this year there'll be an early break where last year there wasn't. Um, but it really depends on what that break is made up of and if it gets up the road or not. You talk about Little Trek. On the start list, they're seated one, two and three. Brody Chapman, Loretta Hansen, Amanda Spratt. It's quite remarkable for me to think that Spratty is still up there as a as one of the favourites still. She's won it twice. She's been around for oh, God knows how long. I think she won her first uh, title, what was it, 2012? That's uh, 12 years ago, and she's still strong as ever. Can she do it? Oh, yeah, you, uh, you'd be mad to, to bet against her. She was in absolutely flying form this time last year, and I think she just is able to come home and prepare so well for these types of races. So, yeah, and I think there's just a lot of unknowns. It's quite a good 
um, there's it's a, there's a really good list. There's almost 80 riders on the start list. Uh, and yeah, I, but I do think, you know, obviously uh, Jayco and Trek have the numbers to really play with. And so they it will really be playing into their tactics. Um, certainly Bridge Lane and ARA Skip Capital, uh, out m the team that I'll be with in Bridge Lane, we've got great numbers. It'll just be whether we have the pow um, firepower, but we won't be controlling the day. It'll very much be left up to Little Trek and uh, Jayco Alula. Well, Tills, you're lining up. Can you give us an insight as to what sort of tactics you'll be employing without giving too much away? No, I think uh, a few people are talking about potentially there being a break, but that's always the same. The thing is, Mike, the tactics never change, mate. We've been on this course for, what, 15 years? Mm. So it's really, there's only one or two ways. There's either an early break or there's a, a break that goes later in the women's field and, and it just gets dwindled down. So, which, you know, it's it's been one both ways um, in each year sort of thing. So, mm. the you know, we all know this race. We know how it goes. The Final few laps aren't, they are the most important. Where the men's, there's just a lot more that happens probably in the middle of the of the race as opposed to the women's. Our race is very bookended. It's very, the first two laps and the last two laps of um, how the race sort of, where the cards fall, I would say. Well, look, we wish you luck. And if you do manage to snag a win, can you factor in what? the words, <laughs> just factor in the words, the domestics to any reporter or journalists that interviews you, okay? What do you reckon, Hollywood? Yeah, uh, as long as they're the commission. Definitely. She's my favourite. I, she, I, can't, I can't see anyone beating Matilda Reynolds. No, like I, I if it's, not, it's either Matilda Reynolds or Ru, uh, Ruby Rose Gannon. They're my two tips. All right, let's focus on the men's road race. And if you thought the women's were stacked, uh, mm. wow, some big names here. Plappy, Kayla Buen, Lucas Hamilton, Chris Harper, Michael Hepburn. Um, let's have a look here. Simon Clark is back. He's not going anywhere. Chris Hamilton. We've got James Whelan, our mate, Jimmy Whelan. Uh, Miles Scottson. Oh, my God. Nathan Earl. Uh, he's been training the house down, has early. Uh, yes, Mike. Mike, I saw Simon Clark got his best time ever up the 1 and 20 in Melbourne this week. So that tells me wow. he's going well. And Jimmy Whelan got the Hellride KOM last week when I was on it as well. So he's going well. So I can tell you these guys are absolutely choo-choo flying. Well, can Plappy make it two in a row? Three, Michael. Three, three. in a row. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long Christmas. Yeah, I, Oh, who knows? The pressure's on him now. I don't know. I hope so. I love him. I love Jayco. I just, yeah, I, I'd love to see him win it or I'd like to see Cal O'Brien win it. Mm. Or Chris Harper. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be fantastic to see them in their colours with uh, Caleb Ewan in Team Jayco colours again. The, the Barrel yes. Boy, which is where I'm based right now. Uh, has mm. come back home. So, yeah, th look, that Jayco team, they're lining up with eight riders. Uh, so they really will be, it'll be a huge fail if they do not win the day. Um, so, yeah, all pressure on them, but also they've got all the, um, not to use a cliche, all the cards to play. I'll be really curious to see where Caleb is at right now. And I think he came second on this course a few years ago. Um, he probably won't be among the favourites. He'll be... I would suspect, correct me if I'm wrong, I suspect that he will be there supporting Plappy or maybe Hamilton, uh, maybe even Michael Hepburn. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? 
Oh yeah, well they've got it. They've got Chris Harper as well. Like they've got a lot of a lot of lot different of riders there. Yeah, and because um, Michael Matthews isn't there, uh, so this no. year, so I don't think he's not lining up for TDU. Is that right, Hollywood? He's not home. Uh, no, he's not come home. No, he's not because he's not at the TDU either. The Yates is back for the TDU, but um, all right. No, uh, Matthews isn't. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, but they've got a lot of different riders, like a lot of different strengths. So yeah, I think um, it'll be great to see him back. But I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think Caleb will be going for the win there. I'd love to see Happy Chris Harper or um, obviously Plappy. It's he's they, if you can't beat him, buy him. Really, so they have, and uh, he's back in Team Jaco. Uh, hope to bring home the national colours. Okay, I'm just waiting for the results on the men's individual time trial. They're not coming through. I've got intermediate time checks. If if you, oh, that's not good enough. Can that we can we give the um can we give the crit a quick shout? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Maeve Plouffe for the or Ruby Rose maybe. But I am. I do think that Maeve Pluth, who rides for Team DSM, has one of the best one-minute power in the country. So she is there on the bottom corner in the top five. She is unbeatable, I would say. Uh, and then in the men's, do you think Sam Wellsford or Blake Quick potentially? Sam Wellsford will be in the new Bora green colours, um, and potentially Blake Quick for Jaco Hollywood. All right. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know much about the crit. I saw what Cal O'Brien did last year when he tried to lead out Blake quick and Blake couldn't hold the wheel and uh, <laughs> Cal won. So who know, honestly, who knows? But you'd think Wellsford would be determined to win it. But it's a, it's a mixed bag. You just, mm. I, I honestly don't know. What's that tomorrow? It's going to be windy out there. So that could have an impact, uh, impact mm. on it as well. So yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. All right, we wait and see. Hey, listen, can I just go on a little bit of a, I won't call it a rant, but a, an, an opinion piece. And I'd like to talk about the Oppie Medal of the Year. It was held just before Christmas. And first and foremost, congratulations to the Oppie Medal winner of 2023, the paracyclist Amanda Reed, 27-year-old. Uh, she won three gold medals at the Road World Championships in Glasgow, uh, gold in the 500 metres time trial, the Omnium and the Scratch Race. Um, but I've got to say, the way Oz Cycling announced the awards by way of a pre-recorded 60 Minutes video presentation headed by Matt Keenan, um, it really had me bamboozled. It was all done and dusted just before the Christmas break. Now, um, Amanda Reid, congratulations to her. She joins a, an illustrious list of Oppie medal winners, including Anna Mears, uh, Robbie McEwen, Cadell Evans, uh, Gero, the list just goes on and on. But I'm really puzzled as to why there was little fanfare. There was little publicity about an awards presentation that once dominated the Australian cycling media landscape. I mean, when Cadell became the Oppie medal winner, we all knew about it. We saw him on TV. We read about it in the papers and uh, on digital. Um, but it's not the case this year. And the dinners were huge black tie events, glitzy, glamorous presentations. And they've all been replaced last year by a low-key, almost anonymous presentation tucked away before everybody took their Christmas break. I just don't get it. I actually no, didn't know. I didn't even know it was on. Yeah, I didn't know, was on. I didn't know that she won. She's the first ever Indigenous writer 
um, to win it. I, for some reason, it came up today, maybe yesterday. Somehow, it came across my screen. But uh, yeah, like I, I knew that Grace Brown was the female cyclist of the year. I did see that. I'm not sure if that's separate again. But I guess, assuming Mike, this is meant to be the cycling Brownlow or the Daily M, as exactly we would call it in right, the football, Tills. the football um, world. So yeah, it has sort of lost a little bit of its, um, you know, illustry, as you say. But if that's well, weird. is um, that a, is that a reflection yeah. on Oz Cycling and where they're at right now in terms? of budget uh potentially. i think so yeah. yeah 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 potentially just resources i guess but yeah congratulations to her first ever indigenous um cyclist and uh yeah a huge enormous hall of fame that she's entered into so he's hoping she has all those accolades that she deserves absolutely well let's talk about fashion hollywood the teams for next yes. year for the, the teams for this year i should say how are they looking yeah, I saw um, AG2R's new kitten bike, which we spoke about last year. But the other one was um, FDJ have gone away from uh, what's that brand? Who was who was their bike last year? Lapierre. They've gone away from Lapierre and gone to Willier. Willier is a nice, nice bike, but it's uh, I don't know. I don't really like the paint job on it. I just don't. I think it's a bit wishy washy. But it's not as classy as what. Lapierre have had, but I I know you say I'm biased, but I do like what J.K. had done, and um, I saw something uh, one of our listeners, Nick Squally, posted on his Instagram, um, a picture of Bling in the kitten in the old AIS kit, which as soon as I saw the new J.K. kit, it reminded me of the old AIS kit oh, with the yeah. kangaroo on it. The yeah, J.K. And kit. That's, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as soon as I saw the kit, I thought, no, that reminds me of the old J.K. kit I used to see, like Paddy Lane riding around him yeah. when he was young. So, it, it, But I do think it's a big improvement. I think the bike looks great. I saw some pictures today um, from Ballarat, like normal pictures from, you know, not media pictures up close and so forth, and it looked it looked really, really good. So, no, I, I like what J.K. had done. I think it's a big improvement, and, yeah, they're one of the best in the Peloton tills, one of the and best. Hollywood, Hollywood. Now, you've got to uh, paint them with the same brush. The biggest thing that they haven't done is I cannot see any colour from the jersey matching on the bibs. Yeah, no, Losing marks. that is true. <laughs> yeah, it is. I did, I did actually, in one of the social media uh, posts, I did say it would have been nice if you saw mm. some of that. I think that orangey colour is meant to represent sand of um, Alula because that's out in the uh, oh, yeah. desert. So I think yep. that's a tie in there, but it would have been nice to see some of that orange sand dust in the bibs. But look, it's good. But also, I love. I actually like better the the women's team because that's got mm. a bit more. Um, the logo's big. The big live logo looks great, and that's got even more colour. So I really like what the um, the women have got with with that kit. So the women's always got better in the peloton, better kits. Like the women's colours look great. Like yeah, there's a lot of sunset these. going on. They look great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of fades. Fades are well and truly are alive. I'm not a big fade, man. I like... Yeah, okay. Well, well looking forward to uh, what promises to be a great year, but more significantly, in the short term, what happens this weekend. I'm going to pick a dark horse. I'm going to stick my neck out only because I've been watching him on... Strava and he's been training the house down and I connected with him very very briefly over the last 24 hours Nathan Earl um, uh, I'm gonna go Simon Clark he's so strategic Ooh, uh, so, yeah I'm gonna 
pull pull the rug from underneath Jaco. Yeah, and then in the women's, uh, in the women's, um, Grace Brown's going to get it done. Exactly. All right, guys, I got to go uh, prep for someone else's wedding, not my own, someone else's. Thank you to everyone for <laughs> yeah, listening. Well, please, yeah, please know that own. we cannot see each other. Uh, so yeah, thank you for bearing with us. As always, where we record this across the world, internet issues happen. Almost every episode. So if only you knew the, uh, can I say shit fight that we do go through every time mm. we record. <laughs> There'll be no so thank internet you for staying issues. with us. There'll be no internet yeah. issues when we're in Adelaide. That's for sure. We'll be facing each other. I'll be looking into your eyes, Tills. Happy Nationals Week, everyone. Get on it. Bye. We'll be on SBS and watch it. The Domestics by Black Sheep Sideman.